Happy Halloween. Welcome to the 85 Grave Show, you guys. Happy Halloween. October 31st. And okay. it's the full moon. It's the blue moon. Blue moon. Um, which means, you know, the second full moon of the month. It's not actually blue. So how perfect is this? I know. And it's a Saturday. And it's a Saturday. And we got all our, we spent all year trying to get this interview Miracle Wolf in London stuff. Yeah, like not just the interview, but, well, mainly the interview. <laughs> right? Because yeah. it, was, it was like forever. Like we, this, um, the um, convention got shut down twice. Yeah. Days of the Dead. Days of the Dead. Oh, and I said uh, at the convention, I said I would admit how we got the booth. So I showed, <laughs> I showed up first in the morning at like eight in the morning as soon as they opened the doors mm-hmm. and they had the name places or the name plates on each thing. And I'm not going to say who I did it to, but I had to switch somebody out so that we would be right next to David Naughton. I mean, you got to <laughs> do what you got to do. I mean, hey, what can you do? You hooked it up. Good job. You know, you should see the stuff I do when I'm filmmaking. Somebody had to get screwed. You know, it might as well have been that person. You know, I guess. They didn't want to interview him. Yeah, they were just going to, you know. Oh, that just turned off, just so you know. Off? Yeah, I can't see the thing. Oh, no, that's okay. Oh. So, American Wolf in London is one of my favorite all-time films. of all, Definitely of all time. That very beginning scene. The, uh, the the part of them coming down the hill. Oh, yeah. I mean, the entire part. So scary. East Proctor. That, that's just the best. To me, that's the best werewolf movie of all time. I mean, yeah. Silver Bullet's awesome. Yeah, that's, that's hard. That's hard to say. But this is about American Werewolf in London, so. <laughs> I, I, this is my favorite one of yeah. all time. I love Silver Bullet as well. But yeah. American Werewolf in London, definitely my favorite of all time. Yeah. And, and it's mainly because of that beginning scene. Then, of course... You know, throughout the movie, his, you know, his uh, recurring nightmares of Jack and the Nazi zombies coming mm-hmm. in, and cutting the lady's throat and shooting him. And it's just it's it's a fucking crazy movie. Yeah. It's a that great looks movie. so cold there. Yeah. Oh, God. So when we were out there, it was the same month. It was exactly 40 years later, though. It was Damn. February of 2020 that we were in the United Kingdom. It's actually in Wales where mm-hmm. uh, that was filmed, where all the moors and... The um, East Proctor, quote unquote East Proctor. Mm-hmm. So just it was rainy the same month. and cold and just yeah, yeah, snow, sleet, you name it. And they they filmed in February. Yeah. So it was exactly forty years later. So I know have an idea of how fucking cold it was. I can't imagine being on a film mm-hmm. set in those conditions, but Mm-mm. now they're pros. And David Naughton was just insanely cool. One of the first things they when when I got there in the morning. They were saying like, cause, cause they had him in kind of, I mean, it's not really in the back in a corner, but right. a lot of people would complain about that. They want to be right by the door and all that. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, man, he's like, every time we have David Naughton here was one of the convention workers. He's like, they always put him back in a, in a corner somewhere and he never complains. He's always the coolest <laughs> guy about it. He never complains about anything. And he's like, we, we should have him up, you know, up front or whatever. And I was <laughs> thinking like, shit, they're going to move him. Right. And they're going to move him back over to where I was originally, where we were originally supposed to be. Yeah. Which was just another corner on the other side of the convention, mm. you know, mm-hmm. but that says a lot about him. Yeah. He's so cool. cool. He was super cool. I can't believe he did that interview. He's so nice. Yeah. He's, yeah. It was. That was so cool. I was all nervous. I was too. And, you know, we were across the, we were across from him all weekend. Yeah. And, um, 
He was constantly having signings and pictures. Yeah, he, he was busy. A he lot was busy. of people. A lot of people love that guy, which oh, yeah. I see why now. He's so you know? nice and yeah. friendly. Super cool. Super cool. And to have him in our studio. Yeah. That's why I'm not wearing my headphones. I was wondering what sounds weird. Oh, I didn't even notice. Yeah, me either. I was like, man, I can't hear myself. <laughs> it's Halloween. See, he wore these last time. So, <laughs> so it's I, got David Naughton uh, ear wax wo- on it. <laughs> I got werewolf DNA on me now. <laughs> <laughs> but um i talked to him about you know how how we went out there mm-hmm. to the the real the real town is called Crickadarn, where what's called east proctor yeah um but man we went everywhere we went into the and the interior of the slaughtered lamb is was in uh, surrey which is uh just outside of london or i guess it's technically part of london mm. um we went in there and the people in there were super cool what really sucks mm. is that the girl there told us that they dress up that the interior yeah. as the slaughtered lamb every Halloween. So right now, maybe not because of all the lockdown bullshit, but you know, yeah, and, is that going on over there still? Uh, well, it is in 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 other parts of you know in Europe. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine they're hit, they're hit with it too. But um, we were gonna go out there just for the Halloween, you know, the 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 um dress up of the slaughtered lamb mm-hmm. the interior because the exterior was a different building obviously the one in Crickadarn in wales right so again i had to get in that rental car drive four fucking hours <laughs> in tra- i mean it was terrible um our friend tess was with us and you know she has to suffer through my you know my driving she had fun <laughs> yeah but it, it wasn't you know we i was i was obsessed with getting this one i tried to get it last year remember mm-hmm. and um we had another tour that ended in England, yep. but um, I didn't have enough time at the end of the tour, Yeah, and I was sick, so I was like, you know, I, I had cotton bronchitis that year, right, right. which yeah, fuck happens that. to me a lot in Europe, so um, we didn't get out there, but this time I was obsessed with getting out there and did it, mm-hmm. got it, I mean, Killed it. I can't even explain how, I didn't want to leave there, I actually watched the movie I said this in the interview already, but I actually watched the movie mm-hmm. on the moors where the attacks happened. Yep. You know, and it was windy and snowy. <laughs> it was just crazy. So scary. Yeah. And um, going in, walking down that, that hill mm-hmm. into the city where they, you know, or into a little village, yeah. you could feel it. It's like I could feel the vibe, Ooh. like being in the movie. Maybe that's, maybe that's what us film location hunters are really seeking. We're just... Uh-huh trying to get into the movie mm-hmm. and out there I was in the movie we were in it yeah for sure you know? went to the to the moors at night went to yeah. um, Crickadarn at night I spent like two and a half days out there just I didn't want to leave <laughs> right. if I had two weeks after that tour I yeah. would have spent two weeks out there yeah for you sure. couldn't have got me out of there oh know? I know I know <laughs> <laughs> it was super cool but yeah the movie itself is you know, we don't want to, I guess we're not going to try to get too far into it because if y'all haven't seen that, go watch it. Yeah. You got to watch That's all it. I can say. And don't bother with, um, American world from Paris. The because, sequel. Yeah. I don't know if that's really considered the sequel. Uh, it's, it, it's yeah. not. Even when I asked David Naughton, if there was other, he never mentioned it. Right. I didn't want to ask him about it, but I was maybe yeah. a little curious if he's ever bothered watching it, but yeah. I doubt it. And he would never probably say nothing bad anyway, but no, no he's too yeah. nice. He's yeah. really nice. Yeah, that one sucked. <laughs> we have it, though. We have the VHS over there in our Blockbuster. Blockbuster. Yeah. So 
such a great, great werewolf movie. Those 80s, like the, the werewolf transformation is it's insane. It's classic. You know, it's a classic. Sure Absolutely. Is. So being out there, though, that, I can't say enough about how <laughs> awesome it was to just be right. in East Proctor and be on the moors and be inside the slaughtered mm-hmm. land. You know, that's a hard one. It's easy to get film locations in the U.S., but a lot of people aren't going to. Yeah. Even if you get into London, getting to actual Wales from London. Yeah. Getting, I mean, it's it's a, a, a journey. It's a real journey. Yeah. And I was at the end of a tour of a, I don't remember how long that tour was, but it was most of January. Oh, my God. And um, I was totally, you can tell in the video, I was just like, I hadn't slept in <laughs> days. You know, we're on the tour bus, but... You know, it's kind of hard to sleep. Yeah, it's not like real sleep. It it is. It's okay, but yeah, especially towards the end, it's you yeah. Know, you're a I was trooper. Shot. Yeah, and plus I was freezing, but I didn't care. I was so excited out there. Yeah, I've never done any kind of speed or cocaine or nothing, but that's probably you're what it feels out. like. I don't think so. I think I Coke know what it feels awesome. like. Yeah, is it? Hey, it was back oh, in the day. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done it in a long ass time. I've never tried it, but <laughs> maybe I'll uh I'll get to that before. Our journey is over. <laughs> you can, uh, you can get me. Uh, what do you call it? Exposed. Dabbled. I yeah. tried it. Yeah. Got to, got to experiment a little bit. Yeah. You know. Maybe we could. Uh, there's a, there's a movie that I think uh, I'm pretty sure Julie's in it. Julianne, Phil, uh, Julianne Prescott, mm-hmm. who's a good friend of ours, and um, she's in our movie Hell Nurse. Um, she's in a movie called Werewolves. Or cocaine and werewolves. Oh fuck yeah! I gotta Remember see that. that. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know if they've finished it or if they've released it or what yet. Yeah. But um, I fucking have that to see cool. that. Yeah, just the name alone. Yeah. You know, because we, you know, there was another one that we watched mm-hmm. called what was it? Werewolves on Wheels. That was horrible. It was a piece of shit. Yeah. There was I'm literally to that one. It was literally like they just followed a, like a real biker gang around, and yeah. Then in the end, they got a little bit werewolfy, but. Yeah, fuck For that, that title, Mm-mm. you know, if you're gonna put werewolf in the title, there better be some fucking werewolves. Yeah, that movie sucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, hopefully everyone will enjoy, you know, those those film locations and the interview because that's where you know we, there's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of goodies. There's really not a lot for us to talk about yeah. with the movie other than. And it's Halloween, so we're going to get back to like our festivities and everything. But mm-hmm. we wanted to jump on and, and say hey and happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Happy full moon. Happy blue moon. <laughs> right, right. And uh, always remember, beware the moon. Yes. And watch American Werewolf in London. Definitely watch it. Tonight or soon. You should Amazing. watch it tonight. You should be watching it instead of watching this bullshit. Yeah, stop watching us. Yeah, and turn shout us off. out David Naughton. If you ever see David Naughton, if you ever go to a <laughs> convention and yeah. he's there, do yourself a fucking favor and go say what's up to him because he is the coolest dude. And he's so cool. Yeah, he's awesome, man. I gotta throw up some pictures that we took with him. Yes, yeah. I showed him. Uh, I got a picture with my uh, werewolf tattoo on the top of my head. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. You just tell his vibe. He's just so cool with his fans mm-hmm. all day. Throughout all the, all those three days. Super hospitable. Yeah, you know? like, what the fuck? And he we didn't deserve sat, him. Yeah, I know, man. That's how it felt. It's like, man, he, he came and sat in our yeah in our booth, you know? We were, like, wiping everything down with the Lysol wipes because of this, like, COVID stuff. We weren't yeah, sure, like... Trying to take care of him, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we didn't deserve him. He was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a fun time, though. That was, our, that was yeah. actually our first... We've been scheduled to um, be at a few conventions... But yeah. everything started getting shut down. 
So this is actually the first one we've ever got to do. We took our whole setup down there, and they'll yeah. see that in the interview. Yeah, yeah. It was really cool. And, and like we had to share a mic, so of course I'm like, that's like I uh, can. Yeah, that's the thing I was going to say. You guys aren't going to hear me and probably make fun of that, but whatever. Yeah, people were before you talk <laughs> any shit. Not only did uh, we have to, me and Lauren had to share a mic, right. and I had to steal her headphones because I run. You know, I'm monitoring the audio as. It's going. So if it shuts off or something, I need to know. Yeah. So I had to have the headphones. So she was sitting there. And plus, I'm the one that had all the questions, really. You know? Yeah, yeah. Like, you were good. But I I couldn't hear anything. Even though it looks like I'm sitting. I am sitting right next to you guys. Mm -hmm. But the convention was pretty, like, loud in the background. Like, I just could not hear you guys. People say some of the stupidest shit. They're like, well, can you never let her talk? Like, what the fuck you mean? I don't let her talk. I can talk if I want to. Yeah, believe me. She wears the pants in this relationship. No, I'm, like, shy, you guys. I don't know. I mean, I will talk, though. Yeah. I will talk. But, like, you had your questions laid out. And um, we were we were trying to be he's the first person we've ever interviewed. We got a couple of other interviews. We did the Lene Quigley when we released that. Well, there's another one that we'll put out here in probably a week or two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That we got of somebody else. Um, But we were trying to let him get back to his booth because Mm -hmm. he had a line of people and he's losing money by sitting there with us. Yeah, he was. Yeah. You know, he charges for signatures and pictures and everybody does. Yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah. Not just him. Yeah. And then he's, you know, over there with us giving his time and he gave a long interview, which they already seen it by now. And I think he would have still gone longer, but I think we were just trying to. Yeah. Make sure we hurried up because we, we can cut we can it up. drag on sometimes. I had a, I had way more shit to talk oh, to him I know. about. You, you know? could have talked to him for years. Yeah, I tried to get that stuff out of the way like yeah. during the convention, but I don't want to bother him too much then either. I don't want him to think I was like crazy, you know, make him <laughs> uncomfortable, you know? Yeah, because yeah. it probably seems weird to have somebody come up to you and be like, "Hey, man, I just here's a picture of me at this <laughs> location of this movie." You that would be like somebody coming to me and saying, "Hey, man, remember a, a concert you played? Yeah, like you know, however long ago." Look, here's me on the stage. I'd be like, all right, this dude's about to stab me in the right. neck. Right. You'd be you like, know? cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> so I tried to, you know, I tried yeah. to keep He's it to He's used to probably f- weird fans and everything. I don't know. Maybe, but I don't know. Yeah. Not, maybe not to this extent. Yeah, yeah. But I don't you were know. you were good. Yeah, you weren't that crazy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't help it, man. I geek. That's what I'm at the, that's what we're yeah. doing this for. That's yeah. why we even do this is to find other people who are just as crazy as us. Yeah. You know? Like the like the guts dudes and guts. You know, a couple of the witch finger girls and just a couple you know there's there's people and then everybody at the conventions man we had some oh of the gosh. coolest conversations with some of the people at the so conventions cool. you know yeah. it was it was really really cool so we're gonna definitely be doing more of those if you see us coming to somewhere near you please come by and say what's up to us we don't yeah. sell shit we just want to mingle and talk with people and take pictures with us and bullshit yep. around. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You know? Let us know like if there's any cool horror conventions coming to your city too. Yeah. And like yeah. let us know like and maybe we'll we'll try to come out there. Yeah. We're going to we plan to hit a lot of them in 2021. Mm-hmm. So um, we got we got a film to promote. We have a magazine to promote sinistermagazine.com. Yep. Um, or is it sinistermag.com? <laughs> we'll look Fired. it up. I'll put it up on the screen. Nice plug. I know. Right. What an asshole I am. <laughs> Um, so we have some stuff to uh, promote, but we don't sell nothing at the booth or anything. Yeah. You know, maybe the Hell Nurse booth, but that won't be the 85 Grave booth. The Hell Nurse booth will. Right. That'll be separate. Yeah. Something, something different, maybe. But even still, just come and say or what's up to us. Or it could be combined. Whatever. Yeah. Either way, we, we got a lot of conventions to hit this year. So. Yeah. It's going to be good. Yes. So. It's going to be good. All right. Well, happy Halloween happy again. Happy Halloween. Happy Blue Moon. Um, Blue Moon slash Full Moon. Yes. 
Blue moon, full moon. Enjoy. Halloween moon, Saturday yeah. moon. <laughs> Even though Halloween's a little weird this year, but yeah. it's been good. It's been good. It's been a busy week, uh, busy month for us. We've, yeah. This is like the fourth thing we've put out in a month, which is, you know. Yeah. We're trying to be, you know. Well, we always try, but yeah, we'll see. So, all right. Well. Have a great night, you guys. Have a good night. Have a great Halloween. Hope the Halloween was cool. Hope yeah. you didn't let this fucking shut down, ruin your night. Mm-hmm. You know, but the shit's almost over. You know, After the election, yeah. Yeah, as soon as that's over, everything will be back. You know, right. So. Alright, y'all. Peace out. Come on, where? Anywhere. I think we should just keep moving. Okay, we're here with David Naughton. Is that how you pronounce your last name? So far, so good. So far, so good. <laughs> Great. He's a man who needs no introduction, the star of American World from London. Body bags, I'm just going to name the ones I know and that I like the most. Body bags, ice cream man, I know it's not quite your favorite. <laughs> Who Seinfeld. doesn't like ice cream? Then <laughs> uh, Seinfeld, of course. So, uh, guys, um, thanks a lot for being here. Sure. You're actually the first live interview we've ever done. We've had the show for a couple years, but... Oh, how exciting. Yeah. Thank you're gonna, you so much. Starting with a bang. Good deal. Yeah. So you started out, you were actually a... You actually put out a, uh, a jazz, sing- or not jazz, a uh, disco single. It's called Making It. Yes, I did. Was this while you were working for Dr. Pepper? or? Uh, let's see, yeah. I, you know, I was under contract for Dr. Pepper, but it wouldn't take up more than a few weeks when we, when we would shoot those commercials. So I was certainly uh, able to do other things. And so along came this television series called Making It, which was a disco-themed uh, ABC sitcom based on the movie... Um, uh, Saturday Night Fever, and so I, I, while I was shooting that series, I got a chance to talk to him about the theme song and say, hey, I'd love to get an opportunity to try to record it. Talked myself into it. We recorded this uh, song over uh, a Thanksgiving weekend, I'll never forget, and um, it was released as a single and went to number five in the top 40. I saw that. I saw top 10. They should say top five. That's right, they should, whoever they are. But yeah, it was so fun. I was getting Billboard magazine and saying, look, m- making it's climbing up the charts. There was no, no stopping it. So it was one of those catchy little tunes. Yeah, yeah, I listened to it. And, and that was the only music release you've ever done. Yeah, it was. You know, this was like a, uh, an opportunity to s- sing the title song for the show, which we were hoping was going to be, you know, quite a successful series. Uh, unfortunately, the series didn't make it, but the song could not be stopped. And it, as I said, it was on an RSO label, uh, which was the Robert Stigwood organization, uh, who had the Bee Gees. When they broke up, that sort of uh, we were sort of collateral damage in terms of we were without a label when Stigwood uh, disbanded the label and uh, making it didn't have a home. But nevertheless, the song did stay uh, on the charts for quite some time and it was quite a lot of fun That's i found myself point. on american bandstand and i watched that interview with yeah. dick clark and that was my, my my favorite part he asked is like well you know what do you want to do next and you're like well i'd like to do more films you know and right then this was only what a couple of years before you did american world from london well first you did the disney the disney one yeah uh werewolf came in 81 so it was very you know pretty soon after uh making it was a uh, was on the charts Okay, so it was released in 81, correct? So did you guys film in 80 or 81? Uh, 
shoot a werewolf? American Wolf, yeah. Yeah, it was the fall of uh, 1980. We were doing the makeup. Uh, we actually started shooting in February of 1981, and it came out that August. It was that quick, yeah. believe it or not. I was actually in Wales in February. I went through all the locations, so it was actually February. So I remember when we were filming out there, I was thinking, wow, this is these guys were freezing their ass off out here. Yeah, you know, England uh, is not centrally uh, heated either. <laughs> Even when you're going in, interior to buildings, it's like still damp and cold. You, you really, bone chilling is... Uh, a good word to describe it. When you guys were filming down in um, Wales in Crickadarn, um, where did you guys stay? Did you have production trailers or? No, there was some, you know, little hotel. Not, you know, we'll call it a two-star somewhere nearby. <laughs> I believe I stayed they, in this place. Yeah, you know, there wasn't a lot of opportunities, and we weren't going to commute back and forth to London. Yeah, so okay. yeah, those there wasn't a big long, you know, a two-day maybe, uh, two-day uh, on-location yeah. shoot, and then we were back back in London where we were based. So it wasn't so terrible. Wow. The exterior of the slaughtered lamb in Crickadarn, was there actually people living in it at the time? No, it was just a you know an abandoned outbuilding on a farm, certainly not used for a pub. They, we had great production design and set dressing to make it look like the exterior of a creepy little country pub, but it was actually just a, 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 an abandoned outbuilding. There's people living there now. I know, what do you know? Yeah. You must get Americans coming by all the time going, do you mind if we take a photo? It's got to be pretty difficult because I had to rent a car at London and drive to Wales. And you know, we're not used to driving those cars. No, I know it. That's a that's always a challenge. I, I did the same. It was tough. Yeah, it was very tough. Yeah, you, especially when you come into those roundabouts and you got to remember which way to turn. Yes. Oh, yeah, the roundabouts, of course. And then, um, you know, I could, go, I could go on for hours about the... <laughs> No, the challenges of driving on the other side of the road are, are you just got to be careful, yeah. So I spent uh, two days in Cricket Darn. We, you know, people will see on the uh, on the show when it airs. We, uh, I walked down the hill, I showed you a little quick video of that. I actually went out to the moors where the, where the attack happened. I couldn't find the exact spot, okay? And, no. You know, it was just a random spot. But in the moors, pretty much where you, you guys got dropped off, at the little crossroads. Yeah, that was still sort of there. And I you could tell where. Oh yeah, it's still exactly there. You know, the sign was not real. No, but it's, well, no. In fact, it's funny because this the sign was a kind of an amalgamation of this, our production manager's name was Les Dilly, so he had a sign saying Les Shear, as it pointed as one of the. If you look at it, going, wait a second, that's not. There's no place called Les Shear. <laughs> anyway, so. Or process. It's nice to know that, yeah, that those areas are still there. You know, we also used when we were we were at Windsor Castle to shoot the a lot of that night stuff when it was raining and we're out there on the moors being attacked. Yeah, that was all in uh, you know, Windsor Castle area owned by the Queen, and we got permission to shoot out there. Wow, very cool. Primarily because there was no other houses around, you know, so you could pan in a 180 and you wouldn't see streetlights, so that it made it, you know, very. Uh, spooky to wow. shoot on and of course we're in England we have rain machines because it wasn't raining the nights that we were there so we, no we got to have it raining <laughs> does it have to be raining it's scarier when it's raining oh, okay sure so the basically the two days it didn't rain in the UK that day that yeah month. Okay, we're shooting all the time all the, every time well, I'm there it does it's, it has although you know there was a drought there over the last few years and I go wait a second so there'd be no rain sunny every day come on that's just not, not the UK that's not <laughs> England no well the, the vibe of the the little the little town there is exactly the same 
Oh, I'm sure. I spent the time there, and like I, said, I, wa I watched the entire film out on the moors. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. No, it's true. You know, England, the, things don't change. You no. know, and the people you get into those remote uh, sort of areas Delicious. that you were out in Wales. No, it's like time stood still. You know? I don't know if you know this, but the um, now where you film the interior of the slaughtered lamb, it's called the Black Swan. Right. It's in Surrey. Yes. Um, they, we were there, and I went to there also. Talked to the people, and they told me that they set up and they decorate as the slaughtered lamb every Halloween. And we were planning to go, but of course, there's no, you know, the travel restrictions. Right. Hit. Yeah, we were going to go out there. I'm normally only out there for, you know, I, I play, I play drums, so I tour a lot, and that's why I ended up in the UK a lot. So. Oh, uh, what do you know? Yeah, we, that's interesting that the Black Swan would do that. Um, little did they know when they, you know, let their pub be used on this movie that they'd be. Uh, you know, referencing it all these years later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People now there. I bet now they there they get a lot of people coming from America. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, as as you know, there are, on YouTube and places there are little uh, helpful hints on go-to places when people go over and they want to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Locations. Yeah. There's lots of lots of spots. So, um, how did the role? of this come about because you were you know I know you did the, the Disney Haunted what was it called I'm sorry the Haunted something the show you did for Disney in 19 oh it, uh, well it was called the All Night Treasure Hunt and then became Midnight Madness was Midnight the Madness. name of the movie uh, but no I, really it was my Dr. Pepper commercials which brought me to the attention of John Landis who had written the script uh, and was looking to cast the two guys as quickly as he could so that he could get them over to Rick Baker's shop to, to do the preliminary makeup for the film so uh, I basically went in and met with, with John and had an, a very informal interview. Uh, we had a lot of laughs and talk, and I said, this is, it felt like it was going well. He gave me the script, said, read this screenplay and call me tomorrow and tell me what you think. Oh, wow, this is unusual, which I did. Read it, <laughs> called him the next day, he said, do you want to be a werewolf? It was really that simple. Wow. That's so awesome. Um, did you have any inclination that Dr. Pepper would have an issue with script or with well no you know that's certainly been reported and, and written in different you know uh, areas of like they, they they took you know they took exception with the fact but that's really not the case what happened was I was just ready to move on I'd been with Dr. Pepper for four years we had a fantastic relationship I just thought it was time from my own career being so identified with a product to just try to venture out and uh, move in another direction so it was really my choice to part ways. I think as I look back on it, and there were some of these years where I was going, man, I should have probably parlayed that for a 10-year gig, you know, but it was my, my own decision going after four years going, I think I'd had enough. But, you know, like anything, uh, these companies love you to be successful in another venue so they can use it. So I don't think they would have taken exception to it. Okay, okay. The way Dick Clark kind of asked, he kind of was like, well, it's nothing to be embarrassed that you're making a living out of commercials. You had to kind of look, have a look on your face like, like maybe it clicked right at that moment, like, this is not what I'm going to no, do for my career. No, it was like Dick Clark's, he's such a good guy. He was such a wonderful uh, person to be involved with. And I later did, you know, I did his game show, the $25,000 Pyramid. I did his uh, Rockin' New Year's Eve, Dick Clark's New Year's Eve party I, I did. So I got a chance to be with his company, who would always produce these shows, uh, for a couple of times, and he was always so nice. Wow, very cool. And you still like Dr. Pepper. Oh, who, what's not to like? <laughs> yeah, certainly. On occasion, you know. I 
hot day. 23 flavors of whatever it is they say. We were 10, 2, and 4. There were all these different numbers that we played off of. It was just like, yeah, once a pepper, always a pepper. Anybody watching this show should know. This shouldn't be a spoiler. If you haven't seen American World from London yet, then you're really not our friend, so I have to put it that way. So I'm going to throw a spoiler out there. So even though you, you die at the end of the movie... They do? <laughs> spoiler alert. Yes. Spoiler alert. Is, uh, was there ever any talk, or did you ever hear any rumors or talk about a part two? Yes. You know, there was certainly... We were contracted to do uh, another film. If there, it was their option. Uh, the option was never you know, picked up, but uh, and John certainly you know, toyed with the idea of writing uh, one even years later in terms of how he would reintroduce our characters, older, uh, going back and rediscovering, maybe taking you know, in a time travel. There was all kinds of different ideas. And then there's the notion of a prequel. Um, th there was you know, a number of different possibilities, but you know, none of them really came to fruition. Uh, they were very happy with the way the film was just sort of standing on its own, and, um, and that's the way it was. Have you heard of any remakes, potentially? There was certainly talk about a remake being involved that John was going to be involved in. I'm not sure that that's still uh, in the works. And, you know, I have to say, I was initially going, why would you do a remake? Come on, you know, go, go find your own project. Yeah. But in actual fact, I think that what it would certainly uh, promote would be our film, because people would say, did you see the original? If you see a remake, yeah, but you got to see the original, which would keep it, you know, in the on people's shelves as far as DVDs that you have to take a look at. So I think it would just keep the notion alive and for another generation. So I don't really have a, a, a real problem with it. I just don't think it's going to happen. Okay, okay. So um, Seinfeld, how was the cast like? How how were they to work with? Well, when I did the episode, it was an early on, and I think I don't know, I think it was possibly their second season. It wasn't a runaway hit by any means. Uh, they were still, you know, um, it was very fun, very nice, but it, they weren't the big hit that it became, certainly, and to this day being one of the, you know, syndicated shows that you see so often. We were like season two of them, and it was uh, very early on, and I think they were just still hoping to become a favorite of the network, and it, it was a hard sell initially. That's, yeah, that's hard to believe. I know it is. Yeah. As a show that's so iconic. Uh, yeah. But again, they, they were struggling to establish themselves back when I was doing it. I can't remember if there was any um, scenes with Kramer. Did you meet him? Oh, well, certainly he wasn't. But you know how I knew them and how I knew Larry David was there was a show called Fridays, which I don't know if you're familiar with. No. But it was sort of ABC's version of Saturday Night Live. And so they did a live broadcast of a show with a regular cast on Friday nights on ABC Live. Uh, and in the cast was Larry David and uh, Michael Richards, was also a member of that cast. So that's where I got to meet him initially. That was just a few years before. And that's where I think Larry met Michael and brought him on to do Seinfeld. Wow, okay, so that kind of answers another question I had. One of the episodes of Seinfeld, they uh, take Jerry and they hook him up to a lie detector test and ask him if he, about Melrose Place. So I was curious if he was maybe actually a big Melrose fan place and Mel Melrose Place fan, and that's why he asked you because you oh, did Melrose Place. Well, yeah, I mean that was a very popular show, so you know, I think that was just probably the reason for that. Okay. <laughs> they had some crazy ideas, and you know, that's it's one of those shows where I had read where Seinfeld wasn't so successful abroad because of all the, you know, it was so indigenous to American, you know, social 
uh, all the all the the, uh, the in jokes, and you really needed to be American to appreciate Seinfeld. But it's still done well. Yeah, you know, internationally. But initially, it, they didn't quite understand all the jokes. <laughs> so, um, how was Clint Howard to work with? An ice, ice cream man. Yeah. Oh, an ice cream man. Clint's uh, fine. You know, he he's a fun guy. Uh, he. Um, you know, he always plays such a kooky. Well, that's character. the thing. Yeah. That's such a kooky little movie, and the the idea, like any of these, like little horror spoofs, that who would ever buy an ice cream from this truck coming <laughs> right? down the street? Going, that's the last place you'd want to send your kids. Going, hey, look, the ice cream man's here. Not that ice cream man. And uh, so it was, you know, a small film. Um, some people find it very funny, and I'm glad you mentioned it. Clint's a really good guy. We can't believe that you don't have a photo over there with the uh, ice cream cone with your head on it. I know. I don't know what happened. In fact, I had a cone. I had my own very own cone. Really? Yeah, that was made. And, you know, it glows in the dark in a black light. It was really kind of neat. But, yeah, somewhere in the course of my travels, uh, I lost my cone. I lost my ice cream man cone. And I don't have a, a ton of stuff from that. But, I, you know, again, it was a sort of a smaller movie. Didn't expect. But over the last couple of years, people come up and go, what have you got from Ice Cream Man? I go, I don't know, but I'm going to have to get some, I guess. <laughs> You've been in so many, you know, great TV shows, it's probably not a huge deal to you, but how does it feel to have a Twilight Zone episode on your resume? Oh, well, you know, that's a show that, you know, was an iconic, the original, of course. The original, yeah. And the fact that they did it, tried to do it again, it was just fun to be associated with, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yours was in the uh, late eight. it was uh, 85. Well, um, I, okay. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> and and again, it was just fun to be associated with such an iconic show. Very cool, very cool. Yeah. So, on Body Bags. Yes. How was the production on that? First of all, when you, when you saw the script, did you have any hesitations about getting your ass kicked by Louis Skolnick from Revenge of the Nerds? Well, you know, uh, just to be associated with John Carpenter, I wanted to be in a John Carpenter film, and they approached me and said, we've got this part, and you know, we're doing this trilogy, and trying to explain how that whole show was gonna be developed. So this was just an episode, basically, kind of an episode of Body Bags. And I went, yeah, cool, and you'll be the suspected killer of this thing. And uh, So because John Carpenter was associated with it, I just said, of course, whatever. And you know, meeting Robert Carradine, who was playing that part, was fun and we tried to work it out ourselves we didn't have a stunt coordinator and you know we were ba we both survived our uh, our little our little brawl in the in the garage <laughs> nice stunt coordinator. Yeah. yeah so um i haven't gotten to see the american horror story because you did the uh 1984 version because i'm actually a filmmaker and a film i just finished is was shot to look as if it was shot in the 70s so oh, cool. so i can't watch those revisionist styles because I'll accidentally steal it when I'm editing. <laughs> so I've had to wait. Now I'm finished with the movie, so I'm gonna I, I'm gonna get to see it probably this week. But what Good. was that like? How was how was the? Well, it wasn't a particularly big role. I thought it was, as it was described to me, it was a possibility of a recurring you know role, which is always interesting, particularly with a show like that that was becoming quite a you know a hit. And the fact that Lady Gaga was uh, in the show, she was doing it for one season. I thought it was very courageous of her to just step in and become an actress, but she was very good, particularly good in that scene, and you know, uh, so I, that's why I did it. But, hey, yeah, get to meet Lady Gaga. Yeah, very she's cool. Talented. And she is extremely talented. 
And it was one of those things, as I said, uh, the whole company was doing things and going places and that show was going to continue. So it's like, why not take a chance? Well, we were, we were fortunate enough to be across the booth, so we saw how busy you've been all weekend. It's been pretty amazing Yeah, it's been you. really good. Oh, I see I've got some people there too. Yeah, I'm about to let you get out of here. I was just going to ask right. you uh, one, more, one more thing, and, sure. and that's what you have coming up that we can look forward to. Well, hopefully, you know, we can put this pandemic behind us because certainly this year, like for everybody in so many ways, Hollywood has been sort of closed, and uh, there are things on the back burner, projects that I've been associated with and trying to develop. Uh, and hopefully we'll get a chance to do that in the near future. Very cool. Well, we'll, we'll let you get back to your fans. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks, Thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming. My pleasure. Say hi to all your fans. Right Take on. Care. Thank you. Take care. For the rest of this episode, please log into our YouTube. That's youtube.com slash 85 graves so you can get a visual of what's going on. We left this in the audio-only version just so anyone listening could get an idea of what you would find on the YouTube feed. Here's the road that they come down, the very opening scene. You can see the mountains, they frame up with the original shot. They pull up and they park right here. The uh, East Proctor sign was a prop, obviously. It was very cold still, very windy. Actually got some snow here right now. The movie was filmed in the same month. It was filmed in January of, I think, 80, January of 1980. So it was filmed 40 years ago. It was released in 81. So here's the road that they were. Shows them hiking down. Over here, you can tell by the mountain. I think Debbie Klein's a mediocre person with a good body. There's nothing mediocre about Debbie Klein's body. <laughs> She's a jerk. Here's the road again where they were backpacking down trying to tell the knock-knock joke. It's very cold, very windy. You can see that, that castle top looking thing down there. I don't know how long they've had all of this, all these um, new farms and stuff. They probably didn't exist, but they look very old. So this is the opening scene when it shows them walking down the hill. Okay, well, what do you say? We go in for a little food, huh? Drink, rest. The slaughtered lamb. That's kind of strange. Where's the lamb? Okay, this is the road that Jack and David walked down as they approached the slaughtered lamb. It's very dark. We're trying to light it with a flashlight. You can see that phone booth. It was in the film, but it was covered with some kind of moss blanket or something. And they walk up right here. Now the slaughtered lamb sign was obviously a prop. It was right over this blue door. You can see the pattern on the door and you can see it changes when they walk inside the pub. On the inside of it, the door pattern is different. I don't wanna shine the light on here too long because people might live in there. Then when they get kicked out, they head this way. I heard a lamb. Yeah. <laughs> Check out the cemetery. No, really. What kind of ad is that for a pub? I don't know. Would you rather the Hilton? Okay, so now we're at the Black Swan in Surrey, England. This is where the actual interior shots were done. 
for the slaughtered lamb. The um, ones we did earlier were just the exterior down in Wales, or up in Wales, I think it was north. So inside here is where all the actual, the dart thrower, the candle on the wall, the pentagram on the wall, all that stuff, that's right in here. So let's go to inside and take a look. All right, but whatever happens, it's, it's your fault. fault. Right. All right, come on. Look at that. Yeah, what about it? It's a five-pointed star. Well, maybe the owners are from Texas. <laughs> Where they cut this window out in the wall is right about where the pentagram and the candles were. Here's the bar and back where they were playing darts. So the floor here is still the same. You can see the you can see this fireplace in the shots. Over here is where they had the dartboard. It's obviously the table where they were sitting. It was a booth. Right here is where the candles and the pentagram were. The inside of the door pattern matches up exactly, so it's definitely the original door. The door um, is exactly the same. Door's exactly the same, floor's exactly the same. Um, I think. Fireplace is the same. Yeah. Um, the bar top is exactly the same. Yes. Um, Listen. But other than that, it's pretty much changed. Like, I had no clue whatsoever that it was even filmed here until I was actually told. Yeah? But. It's way different. Yeah, way you, different. But the door just gives it away. Do you have any pictures of what you did at Halloween? Um, it's on our Facebook. Let me just go oh. put this down. And okay. Um, not on our Facebook. I no? don't know where they've gone. They were put up. Yeah. But they look like they've been deleted. But oh, they, they weren't like crazy good. Like they weren't like professional. But you know, we the, tried. <laughs> I mean, the photos or the decoration? The decorations. <laughs> but still, like, yeah, that's so yeah, cool, like, man. The, the thought was there. Um, I, I don't know. How was it dressed up? Uh, like Bob Burns in the movie. Yeah. It's like a movie, yeah. As in, like, we had some pictures on here and stuff like that, and then we actually screened American Werewolf in London. Are you serious? Wow, man. And that's, do you guys do it every Halloween or just this last one? Yeah, we'll do it again, like, we'll do a success. Yeah, it was a good success. Oh, my God. All right. I didn't dress up. We got our next trip. I was like, I'm going to come back and wear Oh, my God. Yeah, no, it seemed like it was quite a success. Yeah, it was really good. Oh, that's so cool. I that's cool that like that you guys even care, you know, oh, about yeah, it. Oh, yeah, 100%. We get a lot of fans coming in here, and um, you know they like to sit on that table. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you notice that's where we went, like straight to it. Specifically. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, we have a lot of fun here, don't we? I was just telling him about the um, mechanical wolf that those Chinese people brought in. So a lot of people come in here and they just kind of walk around expecting it. To look yeah, the yeah. Same, but it actually doesn't. But. Um, yeah, no, we're, we're probably going to do another screening next year. And Halloween? Halloween yeah, okay. Of the film. And we're probably going to do it a lot better this time as well, because obviously it's trial and error. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, 
but it was a success, so I feel like people will come again. My mum loves American werewolf <sighs> in London. She's yeah. a big fan of that film as well. Because um, it's uh, what Michael Jackson, after it was aired, is what got Michael Jackson to then... To do the thriller? Do thriller. Really? After that. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. So the... Um, yeah, the director of that then became really famous with Michael Jackson. Yeah. And then, because um, they used the stop-start filming for the hair to grow yeah. and and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he was using that. I didn't even know that, and I'm supposed to be like an expert in this stuff. <laughs> you should be <meet> my mum. <laughs> yeah? yeah no, will she be here on Halloween? Yeah, she probably will be. I think I'm going to come back for Halloween. Yeah, like, I think do. I have to. You should do. How, how, uh, how long before, like, like how long do you take to decorate? Like a few days? Uh, yeah, well, I think we start the day before. Day before? Yeah. And then we just do like little bits and then we'll close the bar off. Like, I think uh, what we did this year, we closed the restaurant for like three hours yeah. during the day. And then we just like finished the, did the finishing touches. And Maybe stuff. I'll come and I can help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because I know, I know everything, I know where, where it all would be. Yeah. You've got your own decorations and stuff. I'll bring whatever. Yeah, that'll be cool. <laughs> so, okay, yeah, I'll... no, so that was really fun. That's awesome. Um, but I think, I think we may do, like, events during... I might put this in the suggestion box as well, like, to yeah. do, like, a, an event for it as well, not just Halloween, but, like, yeah. actually do an event for it as well. That's cool. Because obviously it is a very famous pub. Yeah. Not many people know that it was filmed here, but, you know, we get a lot of fans in it. That's, that's good to know. Yeah. All right. Beware the moon. Yeah, I know, Jack. Come on, we on freeze. Where the hell are we going? Well, anywhere. I just want to get away from the slaughtered lamb. Uh, where to now, Kessler? <clears throat> Duck's breath. Okay, look, and I'm sorry. I'm sure we'll find something else. Right here is where they walk down the road, heading towards the moors after getting kicked out of the slaughtered lamb. The angel of death statue was a prop they brought in just to make the graveyard look scarier. Oh, I see. And they were too embarrassed to talk about it because they just felt so silly. <laughs> yeah, it has to be. Even though this road looks the same for probably 100 miles. But it would have been in between that town mm-hmm. and the other yeah. part. So this would be perfect for that. Without a dream in my heart 